When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay. That's Flex. That's Gerald. That's Espo. And Espo and I are on one today, so hopefully this show will be just as fun as the pre-show conversations were. Watch your back is what I used to say. <laughs> By the way, Eli, if your dream is to watch me ref a Luca game, you need better dreams, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it would be Although it could be interesting. He'd be thrown out in the first two minutes. Uh, right. you'd, ru- you'd ruin the fun. <laughs> you could at least stretch it out a little Get bit. <laughs> you you got to make it like the anticipation. You got to build it up. Mess around with him mentally a little bit. Like, if there's so it, okay. much more. You could you could do better than that, Esmo. If it's not a Suns-Mavs game, sure. I'll let him stick around mm. for a little while. I'll toy with him, then I'll eject him. Right. All right. All right. Did you guys have a good weekend? Sure. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Gerald's like, what weekend? I, I have no thumbprints left because Amy had me assembling more furniture. So oh, I, I thought you committed those some gone. crimes. <laughs> no, I could now. I don't have any identity. <laughs> all gone. Oh my goodness gracious! How was yours, Flex? You it was good. Well, a lot of football. Yes. Yeah, Just there you Saturday go. football, Sunday football. Mm-hmm. You chilled at the crib, recharged the batteries again. You Jets or Giants guy? Neither. Good. Vikings. Oh yeah, your Vikings. It was even worse. Oh, <laughs> yeah, come on, don't remind me, man. Baker I mean, Mayfield. Uh-oh. You could have been a. You could I'm be a Giants guy. So we got waxed. Cardinals lost. It was just a bad football weekend. You could. You we'll could start be over a Giants week, guy. Yeah. I mean, they lost we'll forty nothing. That's true. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. How about who's your football team? The Cardinals. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm Ooh. a ho- I'm a hometown. Okay. So we all took L's this weekend? Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Okay. So Happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting fresh on a Monday. We actually got quite a bit of news this morning from Woj and Shams. We'll start uh, with this one from Woj. The San Antonio Spurs are waiving veteran guard campaign, sources tell ESPN. Payne recently arrived in trade from Suns and now gets a chance to join a contending team that can give him a bigger role. I feel bad. When I first saw this, I was like, oh, Cam. I mean, I felt bad until I realized, like, now he gets to sign with a better team. Um, Like, I I felt like he could have played a role for the Spurs, but obviously they're taking that rebuilding path. They're in no hurry um, to put a team around Wemby right now. So it makes sense to kind of let him go. They didn't trade much give up much to get him in the first place um, and now he gets to sign with a better team so I'm happy for campaign and interested to see where he might end up after this and he gets a double dip which is always nice he gets the money 
for <laughs> this contract and gets to sign another one. And mm-hmm. like you said, choose where he wants to live because San Antonio ain't where yeah. I'd want to live. So. <laughs> I like it for Cam. I do. I'm excited for him. I think it's a good break for him. I think he gets to go play with a contender, uh, actually reset his market because I, I feel like Cam is looking for that next deal. Mm-hmm. And I think that what he brings to a contending team is going to uh, help him in that market or in that space. So um, I'm happy for him. Excited to see where he's going to end up. I'm sure he'll land on his feet. He's a heck of a player. So that's the biggest question, right? Because no, he can't re-sign with the Suns. That's just a hard no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to break all of your yeah. dreams, hopes and dreams out there on a Monday morning or afternoon, I suppose. Uh, so where do you think he winds up? I think the Heat makes sense if they pull off the Damian Lillard trade and have to give up a couple of guards in that trade. I, I think he would work well there. Um, he's also a Memphis native, so I would keep my eye on them. But, I mean, he, he's one of those guys that can help any team, really, coming off the bench. Um, but yeah. I also think it's interesting how the conversation shifts from when Campaign was a Suns player to now Campaign is available, how like much more valuable he is to a lot of yeah. other NBA fans. Like... We've been talking the last two years, like, can we rely on campaign in the playoffs? And now it's like, oh, he can really help anybody. I don't know. It's September. It's desperation for teams <laughs> that got left holding the bag. Teams that are trying to fill fill holes, but there's not many options to do that right now. Do we think Detroit? I mean, Monty was the guy that saved his career. Do we think Detroit might be a place that he's interested in? A Brooklyn, perhaps, to go play with his boys? I think the Knicks. Okay. Keep your eye on the Knicks. Um, mm. They had a lot of interest in Cam the summer he was a free agent. He almost mm. signed with the Knicks, actually. Okay. Um, so that regime, they like Cam. Now, he didn't help his value in the last couple of years, mm. so that may have changed. But um, I know those guys in New York, they like Cam, and there's a good relationship there. So that's the team I'm kind of looking out for. Um, that would make sense. Who's their current yeah, backup? Well, they don't, I don't even they know. Don't, they don't really have one. Right. So right behind Jalen Brunson, that'd be pretty cool. That would make sense. Lefty squad, too. Well, hopefully sooner rather than later, campaign finds his home for the upcoming season. Because um, I do I do hope that this is a positive for him. Like you guys all said, you like this idea of him being able to potentially join a contender or a team that he can really contribute on. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that is the case. And uh, we see campaign continue to play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So we also got some word from Sham Sharania. They tweeted out, the NBA Board of Governors is expected to vote this week on new policy that a team is unable to rest two star players in the same game, sources tell The Athletic and Stadium. Many league discussions over the past one to two years have centered around stars playing more, curbing load management. And then followed up saying, under the current discussions among team and league personnel, a star is defined by someone who's made an all-star or all-NBA team in the past three seasons, sources said. Is this good news for you guys? Is this slippery slope news? How are you feeling about this? It's great news. Steve Ballmer's going to go broke. We're going to keep getting fined perpetually. I don't see them changing their game plan and their strategy. I mean, if it's just money, these owners that have deep pockets will probably pay it for if, if the team deems certain games are worth that's a hefty fine though, because it's a hundred thousand for the first one, two hundred and fifty for the second, and then each additional is a plus one million. So one million two hundred and fifty, two million two hundred. That's a lot. I get it, and I don't think they'll continue to go fully the way 
that they've used load management, but I still think they'll pick yeah. and choose their games where they just feel like I, I don't we don't want Kawhi playing, we don't want PG playing, whatever the case may be. Here's my thing, Lens. I look at this and I say there's loopholes all over this. Mm-hmm. Right? And so all right, I don't want to pay a hundred thousand dollars fine. Kawhi, go out there, jump ball, timeout, and you're sitting the rest of the game. Does mm-hmm. that change anything? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, honestly, it may no. piss it may piss people off at the NBA, but is it really that crazy to think, okay, we're not gonna take this fine. You're gonna go out there, jump ball, first dead ball, you're coming out, sub die, you're out for the game. It's is so I think I don't know if I like this. I, I think there's but- that's I don't want to see. I don't want to see that happen. That's even worse, though, because now you're you're not even pretending to right. have some sort of a reasoning behind yeah, it. That's true. This is just blatantly admitting I don't want to play today because whatever reason, I'm tired, I'm sore, I'm old. Yeah. I mean, they they could do what they already do in terms of like go out there, jump ball, you tweak something, come that's out, it. and I feel like that because the one thing that threw me for a loop in reading uh, Woj's article about this was talking about how there are going to be league like medical personnel mm. involved in this not just team personnel so that raises like conflict of interest questions if you have yes. medical staff for each team that are meant to evaluate with the league's best interests in mind that's a very different goal than you know keeping the players best interests in mind their health in mind and that gets into some murky waters where teams are going to have to deal with these league medical staff people yeah and they're not going to be well liked or like nope. welcome in there at all. No, nope. um, that that gets into some murky territory. I don't know if that's how they're going to set it up, but it is an interesting kind of juxtaposition there. I mean, if it's a review board after the fact, I mean, maybe that is less intrusive. My biggest fear is, you know, having been around Aaron Nelson as training staff, they had metrics that they looked at these guys and kind of understood when. Fatigue could lead to an injury. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now are you forcing guys into situations where they may legitimately need rest that could lead to injuries that weren't going to happen if you gave them Mm -hmm. the rest? And and is this – granted, there's egregious offenders of this. The Clippers we talk about, other teams have done it in the past. But, you know, are we going to have an unintended consequence where more guys do get injured because they're not – being allowed to appropriately take care of these guys based yeah. on the advanced medical analytics that you have available to you based on, you know, heart rate and, and usage rate and all these things that they look at. I mean, that feels, that feels semi-dangerous as well because yeah. you could hurt, lose guys. Well, and if I'm a player, I'm trusting the guys who are in the thick of it with me night in and night out. The ones who have access to my entire history as far as, as long as they have been together, not, not to discredit the medical professionals that the NBA would hire, but like if I have a doctor who I've gone to for five years that I trust wholeheartedly, I'm going to take their opinion over the random doctor that I might have to go see if mine's sick. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to want to still see my people. Right. And so I don't know. It just, it feels, it feels a little bit like like it it could become a bigger issue. I understand. And I like the idea of not just resting players, especially on like national TV broadcasts and especially on away games more than home games because a lot of people save up a lot of money to be able to go see some of their favorite players, especially on the road. They only have one to two options each season to be able to see these people. So I get that. But to your guys' point, sometimes rest is actually needed. Yeah. Go ahead. At what point, 
I think they could get into murky illegal waters too with HIPAA restrictions. At what That's point does the NBA stepping in with this, these doctors that aren't team related that the player doesn't, doesn't know reviewing medical record. Like, I think this winds up getting stopped before it happens. And, in all likelihood. I mean, the Players Association is going to have their say in it, right? I mean, I'm always going to lean pro player, especially because mm-hmm. of the injury stuff. I've had three major back surgeries. Mm-hmm. I now live here in Arizona. I'm jumping on a plane to go see my surgeon right. in, in New York. I'm not going to just come and find. So that's that's a crazy thing. These guys are world-class athletes. Their bodies are machines. And there's a reason why they do some of the things they do. Now, overdoing it, I get it. But... um. Yeah, you got Kevin Durant on a back-to-back. And so uh, here's my question about this. You can't rest two players. Um, if one is legitimately injured, then mm-hmm. what? You uh, Then you're good? I'd imagine so. Like I think so. I think this so you is, can rest one and then the rest, other can be injured, but yeah. you can't rest both? It, right. it basically sounds like they're sending a league <clears throat> doctor or somebody that they trust to make sure that when he's resting because of tendonitis or soreness or whatever – it's actually legitimate and not just like a wink wink with their team medical staff to give a guy a break. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. There are also, um, you know, several scenarios for excused absences or missed games, um, like regular season back to back scenarios. Um, and, and then it gets into a whole thing like players who are 35 and older, okay, okay. Uh, career workloads of 34,000 regular seasons or minutes or 1,000 regular season and playoff games combined. So they're like just kind of throwing numbers at the wall and being like, we're going to see how this goes. I think the spirit, the spirit of this is in the right place. You don't want people to miss out on the opportunity to see the greats in the NBA. I just don't think this is the way to go. This ain't. I don't know how you actually implement something like this without all of the kind of loopholes or the, well, these, this doesn't count and this doesn't count because at the end of the day, if players need rust, then players need rest. And if you don't want players to rest, then reduce the number of games, extend the season so you have fewer Mm back-to-backs. Like, you added in the the mid-season tournament, which technically only adds one additional game for two teams, but still, it's like, if that's that big of an issue and these players are pushing back saying, this is about health and my longevity in this league, they maybe need to look at the way the league is structured as far as games and the toll that's taking on their bodies. Yeah, this should be more about the egregious offenders and targeting them. The, the the people that load management is a way of life for the franchise and and the Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers and <laughs> yes, looking at it and going, this isn't okay. This feels like it kind of a blanket punishment for the entire league. Uh, and I will miss that we won't get DNP old anymore. <laughs> like those were always entertaining. It's so. it is interesting that you mentioned that because I I've been watching a couple Clippers people on Twitter and they've they've been pretty insistent that last year the injuries they were dealing with were legitimate. But you are right that it seems like they are going out of their way to publish to punish one or two teams that are going to affect teams kind of like the Warriors and the Timberwolves. I think both of those have four guys that qualify as a star based on, you know, being all-star, all-NBA within the last three seasons. Um, and the Suns, they have three. Yeah, so we got three, yeah. it, it's going to be interesting to see how that affects them because based on these rules, um, you can't have more than one star player unavailable for the same game. 
Uh, you have to have star players available for national TV and in-season tournament games, which the Suns have quite a few national TV games. If you count the in-season, well, those are probably, but what is it, mm-hmm. 27 national TV? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't count and we NBA also TV. have a hefty amount of back-to-backs, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the exact 12? number was off the top of my head, but I 11, believe it 12? was like six or seven more than Denver had. Right. Yeah. Like, we've got a lot. Yep. So it's going to yeah. be interesting because they've got Beal, they've got KD, they've got Book that all qualify under those parameters. Um, and even even if they are resting like healthy players, they have to be present and visible to fans in the process. So so they have to be on the bench. They can't be yeah. away from the team. Yeah. Basically. Pretty much. I, I don't mind that. I mean, I don't mind that. I'm cool yeah. with that. Yeah, be with the team. I never kind of like, unless there's a specific reason for the injury where if you get on a plane, it's going to cause more inflammation or something like that. But uh, some of that stuff, if you should travel with the team and be with your team regardless. Um, I, I'm not a fan of this, man. I think this is just going to open up a whole different level of maneuvering. Like we just said, you could jump ball and have somebody come out. Mm-hmm. Who says it's got to be at the jump ball? Yeah. I could say, hey, uh, with 30 seconds left in the game, check in. Mm-hmm. Right? right? I mean, it's no different. So <laughs> well, rest, right, a, right rest the, the whole game and go get yeah. that foul. Which would be hilarious. <laughs> Come in and hit a game winner real quick. Right, <laughs> right. So it just opens up a whole mess of stuff. And I think there's a better. These are all grown-ups, man. Uh, handle who's the egregious people, like the Clippers. And uh, and don't make this out to be a whole league thing, because I don't think it is. Isn't there a simpler way to do this? You know, if you're not playing, you have to do a 30-minute autograph session before the game. If it's a national TV game, you, you join have the to, broadcast. You have to join the broadcast. You make it where, all right, you're not going to be out there. You're going to have to put in the work because you are still, you know, the the faces of this league. And if you're not going to play, you need to be there for the fans. You need to be there for our broadcast partners and put the onus on them I that like way. That. I'm actually not mad at that. I like that. Like at all. I like because, that. Because, again, then if you're resting on the road, those fans who wanted to be able to see you they from other parts of the country still get to see you. You could even just mic them up for a broadcast, which is even yeah. easier. You don't even have to go out of your way. Yeah. You just have to be a little bit more aware of what you say. But it's not like they're going to put anything bad on TV anyway. Right. Or- I don't, well, I don't I like hate that. this idea. I, I so like that. Is, I like where your head's at with or this Or hand, hand him the headset on the bench, and you got to do one of those interviews from the bench yeah. for, for four or five minutes. Like, I think there's ways around this where you're not getting this intrusive, but honestly, if you're a guy like Kawhi that hates doing that kind of stuff, you're probably going to eventually <laughs> be like, like, all right, I'm enough, I'll go play. I'm going to play. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and that would that would make for a better product overall as well, too, because if you have to miss games, everyone loves miking up players like yeah. that's one of our favorite parts. Sometimes we get amazing little gems and nuggets out of that. Fans love meeting players and having autographs and things of that nature. So I feel like Espa, mm. I think you need to make some calls. I, I, I think I that's a fantastic idea. I feel I, like I the think last three shows I've had some decent ideas. You I'm have. Gonna I'm going to save some of these. For the <laughs> <laughs> you're you're uh, you're ramping up into midseason <laughs> four early this year. It's, it's you. Do you no no no, yeah. no. Is this is it like does something happen when Saul's not around? Clicks because your Saul is here. You're saying it. I'm not. You're like all NBA first team right now. Saul, nothing but love for you, my man. I see you in the chat. Saul Fle- is in the chat. Flex is just saying. Saul, saying my things. guy, brother. <laughs> uh, listen, Espo's got really good ideas. Yeah, but Flex, 
your kids got really good bets. So on the BetMGM Sportsbook this past weekend, they made what? Six, eight hundred bucks? Six hundred bucks on a ten dollar bet. Damn. Yeah, on um, using this promo code. Huh? Yes. Make, it, make it clear, your kid's 21 or older, right? Yeah. No, he's 12. Yeah, he's 12. <laughs> oh, great. Now we just violated no, so many no. laws. <laughs> he's 21. He's at ASU. It's legit. Yes, yes. Yeah. But yes. they signed up with the BetMGM Sportsbook app using the promo code PHNX. And that promo code, when you make your first wager of at least $10, you'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome, again, with that code PHNX. But uh, can I call dibs on uh, tapping into your son's knowledge for this upcoming bet thing <laughs> think, we got going on for this season? I think I'm going to send you a screenshot. Cause... This Saturday I'll send you a screenshot because <laughs> he nailed this one. Uh, it, was, it was a good good 16 parlay with 10 bucks, guys. Oh, wow. That's a and, lot. And he banged out $600. So if y'all not using his promo code, y'all yeah, crazy. Yeah, you're missing out. I want you to bring his bet on Friday. We can tell the people what he's going to do. Yeah, <laughs> There I'll we ha- go. Perfect. Let's do that. Yeah. I love right. this idea. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so make sure you get ready for that bet coming in on Friday by signing up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app using that bonus code PHNX. You place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least 10 bucks, and you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Also, we've been telling you forever about our friends over at OG's. They have the best scratch me THC gummies. But if you're stuck on what kind of gummy to get, OG's took the guesswork out of it with their fruits and creams mixed bags. So the fruits, you get all the fruit flavors like red apple, watermelon, peach. The creams, you get all the cream flavors like blackberries and cream, orange creamsicle and peaches and cream. And both of those flavor options come in both the Sunny Sativa or the Mellow Indica blend, allowing you to fully customize your OG's experience based on your mood or the time of day. So check out our friends over at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. You can find them on social at OG's Brands or you can find them online at ogsbrands.com and you can go there to find a dispensary close to you. You do have to be 21 or older and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Okay, so this weekend was good for us. Well, dating back a little bit before the weekend, but I'm going to count it as the weekend. Maybe not so great for Team U or yeah, Team USA in the FIBA World Cup, yeah. but it seems like that's leading to now the U.S. being like, maybe we need to tap into the big dogs before <laughs> next year's Olympics because mm. we're getting word that LeBron James plans to commit along with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, A.D., Jason Tatum, Draymond Green, Devin Booker's interested as well. How are you guys feeling about what that might look like next year? You know, this probably isn't going to be a popular opinion, but... Honestly, I don't think it's a bad thing that the USA lost in this tournament. You look back, let's go back to Barcelona, 1992. They put together the dream team, right? It was this juggernaut of a basketball team for Team USA. 
and they went out and they basically kicked the world's ass, right? And whatever, I mean, we, Gerald, you know comic book movies, you know these things. When you put together a super team, inevitably it develops other people wanting to come and defeat them, right? Mm. That was the beacon to the world that let's try to get better at basketball. That was that was part of the mission of Team USA was to inspire the rest of the world to play basketball. Well, guess what? The rest of the world is caught up to the United States. We we have a league that Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikola, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, I could keep going on and on about uh, about amazing players and some of the top 25 talent in the in in this game reside from outside the US. It should not come as a shock that other countries have caught up to the to the US. Now, this was a weird tournament and you know, the Germanys of the world usually aren't the ones that that upset the United States, but Canada, you look at their roster, unbelievable. There there's all sorts of countries that have caught up to the United States. I'm okay with the rest of the world, uh, you know, putting out their best and, and beating the United States. Because that means the game's growing globally. And that was a big part of what uh, what the original Dream Team was about. So I have some thoughts on that. I agree with you that I'm all for these international tournaments being more competitive. I agree with you on the front that Dream Team inspired a lot of uh, international basketball agencies to step up their game and the game has evolved around the world. That's a great thing. But if you look at the team that we sent to this FIBA World Cup where they didn't place, this is like our C or possibly even our D team. Yeah. Like if we send our A-listers like they did in 92, we're doing the same thing to pretty much everybody. Like if we're sending this team of LeBron and KD and Curry and AD and Tatum and we're playing against you know, a Germany team led by Dennis Schroeder or a Canada team led by Shea, who's was fantastic in the tournament. Like they could put up a fight. I still don't think they're touching our best players. I think it's a cyclical thing. I think here in the United States, guys like to represent their country for the Olympics and for the other tournaments, they're kind of like, eh. And I think these other guys that are representing their countries in these tournaments take it so seriously because they're not ingrained in like us dominance like we are like we're used to dominating every tournament that we're in and for a lot of these guys like they want to go they want to play in some of these tournaments for sure but it's also a time commitment it's an energy commitment and with the way that the nba season is like it it wears on you if you're doing team usa Mm -hmm. every summer and the full nba season so i i feel like for a lot of these guys that are playing for their countries outside the U.S., it's like an honor. It's, it's something that they really, really want to do. And for guys here, I think it's like we're used to dominating. We will dominate when it matters for the Olympics. We will show up. But for the other stuff, like we're going to give other guys a chance and it, we don't take it as seriously. But I, I feel like other countries have started to have that happen. Giannis didn't uh, participate. Yeah. Jokic didn't participate. Mm-hmm. Jamal Murray didn't participate for Canada. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think this is just a U.S. thing when it comes to the FIBA World Cup. To me, it's it's one thing to represent your team in the Olympics, right? That's that's something that it harkens back, you know, to ancient Greece. There's something mm-hmm. about being in the Olympics. The FIBA World Cup's the FIBA World Cup, yeah. and and I hate to say it like that, but that's the reality for these guys who, I you know, take take. 2021 when book 
gets <laughs> finishes the finals, gets on a plane yeah, with Chris Middleton, yeah. flies halfway across the world to play for Team USA. Mm-hmm. If that's a feeble World Cup, none of those guys yeah. are doing that, right? Right. He was hurt. Yeah, on yeah that. he was still not, hurt. Yeah, they're not they're not doing that. I understand backing off on feeble World Cup, but I even think with this super team, the rest of the world's gonna play much closer to these guys yeah. than in the past. I, I, I think the the world is caught up, no question. Mm-hmm. But if we're gonna go back to the dream team, did Jordan, Bird, Magic, Elijah, did they play after ninety two? Did they do any FIBA Elijah tournaments? Elijah one, right? So I, I guess the point is, is I'm I'm kind of with with Gerald in the sense that I think the league caught up. I'm mean, the world caught up, but this is our D team. Mm-hmm. Like if you send the A team, it's a blowout oh, every night. Yeah. So I think the, the the world is caught up, and we've got selective. We select when we want to send our dogs. Well, and go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We just got done having a conversation around rest <clears throat> and mm-hmm. like back to backs and maybe extending the season or reducing the amount of games or whatever. Like, do we don't blame any of these guys for taking an off season? That's right. We can't blame these guys for taking no. an off season. And then two, when for so long you have been the top dog, you're going to get everyone's best thrown at you. Yeah. No matter who you put out there or who they're putting out there, they're going to play as hard as they possibly can against you because they want to beat you the most. Mm -hmm. So it's inevitable that you're going to get the best from everybody that you're playing, whether they're playing a D team or C, a B or our A team. And like you said, in the Olympics, we probably will get a little bit more competitive games, even with this squad that is rumored to be playing in the Olympics. You know, it's another thing is the, the impact it could have if something goes wrong. I mean, we got to keep that like, Right now, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal are going into what might be the most important season in the history of Phoenix Suns basketball. Is that fair? Or is that an overreaction? 100%. Okay. This is the most important season. There's not enough money on planet Earth to get one of those guys to go play in a FIBA tournament and potentially risk Mm-hmm. not being able to play this season. Right. And so that's, I mean, call a spade a spade, man. This ain't the Olympics. So people, it, it's just, it's not worth, the risk reward ain't there. And I, I think uh, Hunt Star 05, that's Josh Hunt, our old friend in the chat. Welcome back. He nailed it on the head. He said the U.S. has the luxury to rely on star power, but other countries like Spain thrive with team chemistry and FIBA being their primary goal, not a side tournament. Like we kind of throw together a collection of talent and try to make it, mesh sometimes the talent is just overwhelming like if we get this roster together the super team roster that lebron is going full nick fury and like assembling <laughs> the avengers right now that can overcome it but like fiba's different because the court is smaller so the spacing is not as good rebounding is more important we saw jaron jackson average like less than three rebounds a game in the FIBA world cup as their starting center like those things size matters in FIBA. it's 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 the same game of basketball but it's a very different game in that way and I, and I think a lot of these teams they spend years playing together at these things and we just kind of like we get selective we pick guys we hope that the talent is enough to overcome it um and sometimes it is and sometimes like this year it's not look you said that book and beal and, and kd wouldn't have gone and played in fiba i'd make the same argument for next year in the olympics look at least for katie and book have won a goal you, you've gone there, you've done that, you've had the experience. But if the champion, like the the worst thing that could happen to the Suns team is 
They go, they make the finals this year, right? They don't win. Those two guys go play in in the Olympics, and either somebody gets injured or it puts so much toll on the body again that it causes injuries in that next season, and they fall short again. I agree. Like, I, I, I'm all for, you know, civic pride and, and loving your country, but at some point you also got to look at yourself and decide, for my career, for the group that's paying me, am I putting myself in potential peril by going and putting these extra miles on me, the extra travel, playing in these games that ultimately are are not as meaningful as what you're doing career-wise. Yeah. That that I I, I get know. that, but that's for them to decide. And if they want to do it, like who gives a shit? Like I, I'm cool. Like I understand we're always going to be worried when we see our guys suit up in any type of off-season competition but like to be honest they they play pickup all throughout the summer and we don't sit around here and say like i, I hope he's doing his right. stretches before like right. it's one of those Make things sure where yeah <laughs> don't forget he, to bring it down but that's that's the thing we could we saw it last year in warm-ups like you could get hurt warming anywhere, up for anywhere, your home yeah, debut anywhere, like it, it just it it happens like we cannot if they want to represent their country in the olympics like that's their right and you're definitely not going to hear complaints from me even if they like if something horrible happens and somebody gets injured yeah how it's, often it's, does it's, that happen I, I, how often I, does that actually happen i know a pro athlete who played in the nfl who tore his knee up putting lotion on oh what? This is a this is God. I don't want to say the name, <laughs> but this person missed an entire NFL season. Bro, I need more. No, 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 no. That's a dangerous cocoa oh, butter. Right? Listen, listen. Was bending down like this, putting lotion, and oh. was in the wrong position. When he came up, he felt the pop oh. in his knee. Oh no! When he got it checked and was put on IR shortly after with a meniscus issue. That's oh. insane. Okay, that's rough. This is a pro app, so you you can get hurt putting lotion on. <laughs> you can get hurt playing anywhere. With that said, you guys follow a little baseball, the World uh -huh. Baseball Classic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was big out here, right? With the Mexico mm -hmm. team, that was pretty yep. fun. What happened to Edwin Diaz? I mean, that Puerto Rico-Dominican game, the game was over. The guy's celebrating on the mound. Mm -hmm. He blew out his patella tendon out for the year. Mm -hmm. The best closer in baseball. Mm -hmm. Now, there the were people... The Mets wouldn't need him anyways. Right. Year. No, but you get... You, you, so, I remember waking up the next day and people going crazy that he played in the World Baseball Classic. Mm -hmm. So, that makes me think about... God forbid one of our guys are playing in the fever and something like that happens, you open yourself and you're, you're going to open yourself up for all this extra criticism. And, you know, should you have done it? Should you have not done it? So I think the players want to ear on the side of caution and not mess with that. Right let me now. let me clarify. I'm not saying they sh that somebody should stop them if they want to. All right. I'm not saying that Matt Ishbia should go up to Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal and go, you are not playing for your country. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. <laughs> Would you say that? <laughs> What I say, would <laughs> if me, you own the Phoenix Suns right now, when yes. I walk up there, no, because, <laughs> because look, they're they're grown men; they're gonna make their decision. But I would really hope that they, that part of their decision making process is looking at what they're trying to accomplish here as well, because you can't tell me that Pacers fans that watch Paul George break his leg like yeah. that for Team USA and effectively end their window with Paul George yeah. would not love to have those two years back. And, and, you know, because 
it was all for I don't want to say for not, but it wasn't, yeah. you know, it, it, it wasn't serving the purpose that they root for, you know? That's the thing, though, is that I get both sides. Like, there is concern anytime you're playing any sort of extra basketball not in the NBA. But only the players themselves can make that decision yeah. for themselves based on all the information they have about what their body feels like, what their healthcare providers are telling them, and what their goals and aspirations are, if they really feel compelled to do that or not. So it's right. a tough one. Leo brought up in the chat, Trey Murphy, he got hurt. I think yeah. it was in pickup over mm -hmm. the summer. So like it can happen anywhere. Um, yeah. I, if anything, if that's going to happen, if you're going to get a freak act of God injury <laughs> in the off season, I'd rather it be playing for the Olympics <laughs> than just in a meaningless yeah, pickup game. So I said, so said, I mean, we've all been there with the lotion. Injury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, only book, man. I mean, Anyway, <laughs> well, well, let me tell you about our friends over at Circle K. No good transition. There. Nope. Nope. Circle K has created an inner circle and they are inviting you to be a part of it. So this new inner circle, it's a free membership program that you can join by downloading the free Circle K app today. And you get 25 cents per gallon off on your first five Phillips. You get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products like pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, and so much more. So make sure you join Inner Circle for free today by downloading the Circle K app. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details, but don't miss out on this. I went there the other day and I got a Polar Pop and it just like literally pops up on the screen. You put in your phone number and then it tells you eight more until your next free one or something like that, or five more until your next free item or something. So it even nice. keeps you up to date on how many how close you are to getting your free one which is pretty cool so and it's just a it's free it's just yeah. a phone number all that kind of stuff it's super easy you definitely should do it also you should sign up for fubo tv uh we had an argument last week about what the best part of fubo tv <laughs> is but i think it's safe to say there are a lot of really good parts about fubo tv you can watch your favorite college football and the nfl with fubo tv you can watch multiple games on different screens at the same time the mobile app is legit and actually works when you're outside of the house mm -hmm. it worked i used it to watch the playoffs last year when i had to leave for the first round and on my way to california and surprisingly enough, did not drop service one time. Mm. The whole drive there, which is not normal, especially for streaming sites. So you should absolutely get in on the action. Like I said, watch your favorite college football and the NFL with Fubo TV. Go to FuboTV.com slash PHNX to sign up and get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Can I address something in the chat? Mm. Should we, though? Chris Lopez says, no offense to Espo. But is he, he's the last person I'd take health advice from. That's just mean, Chris. <laughs> mean, mean, Chris. Not that on is, Monday. I went to school for eight years. I don't have a doctorate, but I went to school for eight years. <laughs> also, um, in the chat, it was really funny because Saul popped in when we were talking about resting and load management and all that stuff. And somebody was like, Really, Saul? And Casal was like, get in the game and just play. Mm. And somebody was like, really, Saul? Of all times to chime in? <laughs> That's who you're going to chime in? I thought it was clever. That's great. That's great. <laughs> all right, guys. So we also officially have all the 2K24 ratings mm -hmm. for the Phoenix Suns. Mm -hmm. 
an exciting time to be alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I'll list them off here for you guys. Kevin Durant is the best on the team with a 96 overall rating. Devin Booker comes in second with a 94. And we've got Bradley Beal with 86, DeAndre in 83, Josh Okogi 77, Bull Bull yeah. 77. Yeah. Eric Gordon, 76, Drew Eubanks, 76, Chimetsi Metu, 75, Kata Bates Diop, 75, Damian Lee, 75, Yudo Wananabi, 74, and Ish Wainwright, 73. So those are the ones that I've got so far. How are you guys feeling about Bull Bull at 77? That's some bullshit. That's, yes. That's I was wild. shocked. That's I was very very surprised. That's wild. <laughs> so so can I, I, I want to chime in here because... Mm. I'm actually playing the game. Mm-hmm. Like I played it. I was playing it all weekend okay. with the homies. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm busting ass with Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Bobo is a savage in 2K. So mm-hmm. I right away I'm like, yo, dog, they definitely overdid that, and he's higher than Gordon. Um, Bobo might be first team on NBA in 2K, bro. <laughs> he blocks everything. He dunks everything. He hits threes. <laughs> Splits the screens. My 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 pick and pop with him is crazy. Yeah, so, Bobo. I, I want to get a bowler coaster because there we yo, go. Yeah, I'm so, on the bowler coaster. So Bobo in 2K is basically what everyone's expectations for Bobo right, seem to right. be. People are gonna play this game for the next month and be so damn disappointed <laughs> when we get to the season. Uh, it's unfair to him, man, because like he's he's trying to make it work. He's going to what, his third team now, and he's going to be on a contender for the first time. Like. I don't know, man. What that's if they're that's right, rough to Jerry? him. I mean, if they're right, what the Suns are going right? to cruise to a title. Okay, but here's the thing. So I found this a little bit interesting. There's a graph that shows, like, the the movement over the last couple of years. So Bull Bull started at 73, dropped to 72, then to 71, then bounced up to 78 last year and right. is now 77. Probably during that run. So from, he... 2020, from 2022 to 2023, run. he jumped. Quite a few points in his overall rating. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Well, I, I understand it at the beginning of last season when he looked like a most improved player candidate for the first like month or two, but yeah. then it just kind of it he it fell off a little bit because he got yeah. hurt and then he wasn't quite the same when he came back. You say poor Bull Bull, I say poor Frank Vogel because <laughs> if people are playing two K with this guy, they see a couple things happen. In preseason, they get all excited. Mm. And then Frank Vogel has this guy as 14th in his rotation. People are going to complain so damn much. That's why we've been saying on this program, <laughs> tempered expectations <laughs> with Bull Bull. We love him. We're going to enjoy the hell out of his garbage time minutes. But let's take it one step at a time with him. Emma, do you have our favorite sounder when it comes to expectations? Can, can we get that? Lower the damn expectations for Bull Bull, please. Eric Eric Gordon being lower than him is wild. Being being lower than Josh Okogi is interesting to me, too. I thought Drew Eubanks and Eric Gordon were too low at 76. I thought KBD at 75 was a little too low. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like we didn't even say this, but Jordan Goodwin is the same as Yudoka Azubuike at 72. And Tumani Kamara is a 68. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's wacky. I think Kamara will raise his rating a couple months into the season. I think Yuta's too low. 74? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like Yuta at 74. A lot of people, Musab said they did Yuta dirty they in the did. chat. Yeah. They did. And, he, and, he, and they did it in the game. I mean, uh, he had a couple threes for me last night, like two in the morning. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> he came around. He okay. came around. I have a question, <laughs> though. Around. 
have you have you seen what Ish Wainwright looks like in the game? I have. It's does crazy. he look better than what the screenshot we got last week was, or does well, he look the he same? Because his face looks good, but his body doesn't look I've, right. Yeah, I feel like the face they got it, but no, he's still the body still okay. looks a little. And there's no tattoos. Look yeah. at that zero tattoo. This man takes pride in his tattoo. I want Ronnie Two K on this program with Ish. I want the two of them <laughs> to settle this beef right here on PHX Suns. Yeah. Can, can I tell you something to make you all feel better about 2K, though? What's oh, boy. That? Phoenix Suns are a Tier 1 team. They are. That makes sense. The Denver Nuggets, yeah. a Tier 2 team. Oh. Suck it. Are they? Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so the Suns are a Tier 1 team. They have an 83 overall uh, rating. So, so this will be interesting. Do you guys ever feel like um, 2K... Do you feel like 2K gets it right most of the time? Yes. Obviously, yes. I know we had just talked about Bulbul and and what his abilities are in the game, um, not necessarily being exactly the same uh, mm. in real life. But do you think for the most part they get it pretty spot on? They do, and that's why I'm scared because I'm <laughs> I'm loving Bulbul, man. I'm like, yo, bro, this guy's going. No, be great? I, no like, it would be great. No, it would be great. But like, now my expectations are all over the place. Like, but no, they. I, Honestly, Lens, uh, they do. They get it pretty right, and I trust the game as something that I think has evolved into a thing where the players actually use this game as a tool. Now. I could 100% see that. They do. Like, it's almost like low-key scouting. Yes. Yeah. I know players that have turned 2K into a tool that they use for scouting, uh, playbooks, um, a plethora of different things, and they also do that with Madden. So it's it's a tool now. So when when you when I'm playing it, and I'm seeing some of the stuff, man, it makes me wonder a little bit. I'm like, man, oh, uh, <laughs> are they right about Bobo, dude? Like, hold on a second. Do they know something? Do we they don't? know something we don't? I, I think Flex just broke some news though. What? What DeAndre Ayton is actually doing is just studying. <laughs> <laughs> See, all so those get don't need claws. He don't need a claws either. He 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 does it uh, willingly. Right. Why study film when you can live it with yeah. a controller? Yeah. He's exactly. just practicing. Damn it! I mean, honestly, yeah. listen. Not when you're in the park, though. No, no, no. So let, let's let's clarify. When you're in the park, deal. When you're in the park, that's not the real deal. That's you gotta be on the court. Fair. With the team actually going through the stuff. Okay, Chris Johnson said 83. That's crazy in uh, regards to the Phoenix Suns overall being an 83. Is that really good? I've never actually paid attention to team overalls before. Is that really good or is yeah, that like I mean, bad? No, that's pretty good. Okay, so it's that's, that's crazy that's, because it's pretty good? I don't think I've... Uh, I don't know if he means good or bad. But that's the scary know. Chris, part. I don't know. Chris, tell us because we're, we're confused. I've never actually realized that there was an overall... For yeah. the team. Was, it, was he talking about the Suns team rating or DAs? Because DAs is also DAs 83 too. That's true. Great question. Clarify that, Chris. Uh, I think that I think it's fair for DA. We all have a lot of questions. I think they are are rating him with those questions in mind. But I I don't remember at least for the Suns ever seeing a roster that only had one guy in the 60s. Usually mm. that the last three four guys on the roster are in that. 70 69 68 yeah. range one guy one one guy in that they're, range they're pretty year, high so on Saban yeah. Lee and Udoka honestly yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> they are I like Saban Lee but I okay, do too we yeah. got it nobody Chris doesn't said, like Saban I believe Lee. 83 is low for the Suns okay. okay really 
That's interesting. Okay. So basically how they determine it is that it's the average overall of top eight players or roster count if fewer than eight of the team. You okay. know why I think they met that lo- as low? I think that what they got, Beal at 84? Bradley Beal at 86. 86, okay. Yeah. That'll, that'll be 90 by, yeah, it will be. by January. It will be. That's where it's going to get crazy. They, yeah. I think they did him a little dirty. He's better than 86, yeah. man. But, but the thing is, I feel like everyone's been questioning like how much better can he be based on what they've seen just but again we've talked about this so much you can't judge him by what he was able to do in the wizards when he was like the only one able right. to do much at right. all yeah it's i'd just sit not out fair. too if i were playing for the wizards it's not fair. <laughs> um we did get a super chat from sons worldwide thank you for your super chat they said i want the 2k matchup flex and then sent you some emojis let's get it bro <laughs> hey da got 24 boards for me last night watch out 24 24 man deandre balling man hey okay. i'm i'm pumped yo gerald i'm pumped man <laughs> deandre got 24 boards for me last night man. Okay. I, I thought of y'all too yeah. I'm playing a game. I'm like, damn, Lindsey and Gerald would love this game from DA, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'd be tweeting out highlights of your 2K. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We yeah. should. That would be fun. I got Man. suspended. Can I say one thing? Yeah. I got suspended by 2K Friday night. Oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm rocking with the fellas. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say who the fellas are, but we rocking with the fellas. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Wi-Fi started acting crazy. And so I dropped out of a game, jumped back in with them, and I got kicked out again, and then I got this, you f- you're suspended. You're suspended <laughs> for 30 Man. minutes. Why? From jumping on with the crew because you can't quit two games in a row. And I'm like, I'm arguing at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I got kicked out. My Wi-Fi, I didn't quit the game, but I was literally suspended. I felt like I felt a drug test or something. That's, that's like, what yo, I was what wondering. What the hell is going on here? I mean, and the, the fellas are mad. They like, yo, you got to jump in, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. That's this a game. really dumb rule. That is a terrible rule. My you Wi-Fi dropped. Times, I didn't quit. Yeah, you know how many times I get kicked out of games because of the internet that I have zero control over? <laughs> right. Like, really? Really, you're going to punish me and make me sit out for 30 minutes because I... I'm, I'm looking at... Because I, homeboy's over here like, we're going to turn this button off for right. a minute. What? I'm literally in my room looking like, damn, is it 134 yet? Because it's literally... <laughs> I got suspended like 104. Yeah. So I had to wait till 134 <laughs> to get back in. Yeah, it was crazy. I just That's thought awful. the game was getting really serious. You had to take a pee test before you bought it. And then, oh, man. And they Come suspend on. you. Like, you know. It's getting um, crazy. We were, we're getting asked if we will do a PHNX 2K tournament. Quite a bit here. Yeah, let's go. Um, sure. Let's go. I haven't played 2K in a hot minute. I, I think the last time I, I played was 2K12. You get the sticks, you'll be fine. You, you, you want I, it. I retired I after book kicked my ass. I was, I was like, that's then. it. I'm you good. can't lose by 80, <laughs> though, bro. That's why I retired. <laughs> to be fair, if you're going to lose to somebody by 80, it, Devin is not a bad option. Now, if you yeah, lost to me true. by 80, that that'd be embarrassing. It could have just but... been some random person in the office or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could still do that, but uh, yeah, I, it was both. At least it was the guy that went on to win the 2K tournament on ESPN. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. I, <laughs> I spoke, lost to a champion. Espo, just get your shady rays. Don't throw shade at yourself, Espo. We <laughs> got you covered on it. that side of things. But if you have not checked out Shady Rays, now is a great time to do that. Shady Rays makes premium polarized sunglasses and this is gear that is built to last they're an independent sunglass company with a world-class product and if you don't love your shady rays you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop 
Their team always has your back. And right now, exclusively for you, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. We all talked earlier at the beginning of the show about how we all took L's when it came to football this weekend, but that doesn't mean it's going to be like that forever. And now is a great time to become a PHNX diehard because we're going to have a lot of amazing events, not just for football season, but also for basketball season. But right now you can reserve your tickets for free to our PHNX Cardinals away game watch parties. Join us every away game at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium for ticket, raffles, prize giveaways, and so much more. The link is in the show notes. And also, when you sign up to become a PHNX diehard, you also get access to exclusive content to our Discord. And of course, you get a t-shirt of your choice upon signing up absolutely free. So make sure you do that. All right, gentlemen, to round out today's show, we're going to give out some flowers to Tyson Chandler for giving out flowers to Devin Booker. So I signed with the Suns. I didn't even, I didn't even know the Suns roster, to be honest. So they had just signed back uh, Eric Bledsoe and Brandon Knight. And that's like who they were so high on. Uh, who were good players. They were like super high on. So then I'm coming and then I play pickups. My first day of play pickups, I'm seeing the roster. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like, you know, who's on this team? And then Book came and uh, Book, that was his rookie year? His rookie year. Like, and it's our first day playing, like, mm-hmm. pickups. So it's my first day meeting him, mm-hmm. seeing him, all that. And so we start playing, and, like, through, you know, the years and, uh, like, being able to build the chemistry with CP. It's funny, I was just talking to um, – I was talking to a coach that CP had, and uh, he was like, man, he was like, uh, uh, like, when CP would, uh, like, trying to uh, tell a baby to do something, like, man, Tyson used to do it this way. Like Tyson did it this way. I was like, that's funny. So I had never heard that because I was like, Eric God was like, CP did it this way, man. So yeah. I would try to, you know, mm-hmm. imitate it. And so I was talking a book about different things. And so we run, you know, we playing pickup, and I'm like, bro, like, and so I'm guiding him, and he was able to pick up quick. Like, student. Yes, I could tell him something once, boom. I told him, like, I was like, yo, come off this pin down this way. You come, this is your looks. Like, and this is what you're going to see. If you don't got that ball looking, boom, he did it. And I was like, young players don't work like that. Like, you know, like, not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so instantly I knew I was like, this kid is special. Like, and he's, he's he, he going to be special. Mm-hmm. And I remember afterwards the GM was like, what do you think? And I was like, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like, the best player you got on your roster is that kid that you drafted, Devin mm-hmm. And he was like, what? He was like, really? He was like, what do you think about, uh, you know, Brent? I was like, they're good. I'm telling you. I was like, me, them. This roster, he better than all of us. That's the best player you got on this roster. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, really? I was like. I mean, he's right. He, he, was, he nailed that. Right. He nailed that. But it's interesting, too, because <clears throat> Book became his rook. Tyson was was his vet presence, and it's smart. He tied himself to the right <laughs> the right guy there. I mean, there was, there's a whole year that they, they spend together, and the Players' Tribune – I actually had a, a pretty cool four-part documentary called Rookie Vet. And at the end of it, Tyson Chandler says to Book, uh, they're talking to each other. He says, you got to make, quote, you got to make the decision on who Devin Booker is going to be. Do you want to be legendary or do you want to just have your moments? Hmm. And you watch Booker in that and you can see he's he's processing that. And throughout the thing he's talking about, you know, you don't realize how hard – the NBA is, and yeah, we're losing, but it's about learning the the process 
of how to do this game. And that's the book that rookie year that I've talked about on this show. You could see the maturity. You could see a guy that got it. But to to go back and watch Tyson Chandler kind of challenge him to go do these things is uh, is spectacular. And, and it kind of, I think, solidifies what he says in this video. It's real, real easy to have revisionist history and say you said that, but it's pretty obvious that Tyson Chandler yeah. believed in him since word one. And it, and it tracks with the way that Book has carried himself since day one. He's always kind of carried himself as this older, young guy. But mm -hmm. as soon as he came here... He's always been a professional, but he's also kind of carried himself like I either am or I'm going to be the best player on this damn team. Yeah. And it didn't take long for that to happen. Obviously, the state of the roster around him kind of helped expedite that process <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but but he's always kind of been that guy. And that's why so many stars around the league. I remember LeBron, <laughs> KD, Dwayne Wade all said like this guy, like yeah. keep an eye on this guy. He's got next that type of thing. It, it from the very beginning, it's it's cool to see how many NBA veterans were able to recognize that in him so early. You know what's crazy about this? I'm I'm watching this and I'm like getting goosebumps because I heard this story about mm -hmm. Book from a different angle when Book was in high school, mm -hmm. like against the best players in the country, underrated, not as high on the rankings. And then he goes to a tournament and they're like, hey, yo, damn that guy and that guy. Who the hell's the Booker kid? Mm -hmm. Like high school. Mm -hmm. And then it, and then he did that in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Like understand, guys, Book could have went any way he wanted and he didn't have to go to Kentucky. He had a much easier path. He basically went to Kentucky and was told you're not going to play. Mm -hmm. Like as a freshman. Right. And then like a week later, Calipari's like, holy crap. Right. This dude's the best player in the gym. Mm -hmm. Like, I just told this dude, like, so I'm not surprised by hearing that because Devin's been doing that since high school. He did it in college, and I think he just mirrored that and brought it to the NBA. And he continues to amaze all of us, man. This guy's a, a special talent. Shout out to Tyson for doing that. That's pretty dope. You brought up KD, and that's another great part in that rookie vet. As they're talking with Melvin Booker, who had just moved yeah. to Phoenix, he's like, yeah, I just sold my place, and I was cleaning up Book's old room from when he was a kid, and I had to take down the Kevin Durant fat head that was on the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello in the chat said, and the coaching staff said, quote, sit him. And I, I did watch part of a show that you guys did when I was on vacation talking about Devin Booker. Um, am I the only one who kind of thinks that that was probably a good thing and at the end of it all because it gave him a little bit more of a chip on his shoulder is it taught him even more so I know you said in college and high school and all that stuff it happened as well but like he really took that to heart and worked his ass off even more I'm not saying that he wouldn't have done that in the first place but I do think it could have given him a little more edge mm -hmm. that kind of the prove it mentality that Okay, you don't think I can do it? Watch. Yeah. It's the same thing we've been talking about every single season. Somebody has a complaint about Devin's game in the next season. He's like, what now? Yeah. And then the next season, what now? Mm -hmm. Oh, He's yeah. petty as all hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, right. I don't know if that yeah. was ingrained no, in him it, or if it's some a mix of the both of being told no originally. And so him being like, I, okay, fine, I, I'll I, prove it to you. I just think he's the most competitive dude <laughs> right. I've ever. Uh, this yeah. guy, I mean, literally... If he walked in the studio and we were having a competition about who can throw something closest to the door, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
he'd be in on it. Like he might be here till three in the morning <laughs> until he dominates us. Oh, uh, like he is just, I, I can't explain it, guys. I've been around pro athletes my whole life, honestly, my whole life. Um, and that guy's a different animal, man. Mm -hmm. So I, to answer your question, I just think he's cut from a different type of cloth. He got competitive with me palming a basketball during a photo shoot in his rookie <laughs> year. Uh, you know how when they do a jersey unveil, sometimes they do the 360 mm -hmm. view. Yeah. Well, a lot, a lot of people don't know. That's literally something that somebody's pulling. Well, in, in it most used, to, used be to be a lazy <laughs> back Susan. Then, it was a lazy Susan. Yeah. Okay. I was the idiot that had to lay there <laughs> on the on the photo shoot thing and pull the lazy Susan. <laughs> well, he kept dropping the basketball, and I go, "Come on, book, you just do it like this." And I palmed it. With, <laughs> I can I can only palm with my left hand. I'm like, "You do it like this, book." Give him shit, and he got competitive about that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, the dude yeah. gets a little competitive. That's for sure. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that he's on our team. Yeah. And not anybody else's. And we don't have to deal with yeah. that competitiveness, mm -hmm. uh, not being uh, on our side and being directed at us. So mm -hmm. yeah. shout out to Tyson Chandler for giving Devin some love, though, this offseason. We just mm -hmm. uh, another name we're adding to the list of people who are giving Devin flowers this year. We yeah. love to see it. Keep it coming and make sure you guys come back tomorrow. We'll be here at 3 p.m. again. If you are watching on YouTube, Hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe. If you're listening wherever you listen to your podcast, rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us out a lot. We appreciate you. And until we see you tomorrow, you can follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. If they gave 2K ratings for podcasters, these three would be 99s. Ahoy, hoy. Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always rep the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team.